Hey everyone, this is our Midweek Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you listen to it, it is going to move your life forward. So get ready for an amazing message. So this is Mark chapter 8, verse 14. Uh, It says, but the disciples had forgotten to bring any food. They had only one loaf of bread with them in the boat. And as they're crossing the lake, Jesus warned them, Watch out, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees and of Herod. And at this, they began to argue with each other because they hadn't brought any bread. That seems like a really weird scripture to me. When I read that, like there's disciples, they forgot to bring food. Then Jesus says, watch out for the yeast of the Pharisees and the Herod. And then they're like, you're an idiot. You didn't bring food and you didn't bring food. And that's kind of like the, the verses. That's what it says. Um, and with what I was talking about before, I think Jesus was kind of pointing into something that we need to understand that we worry a lot about the things that we see, but Jesus is worrying about the things that we actually feel or that we should feel. And so Jesus is saying, you're, you're worried about bread, but I'm kind of talk. I want to talk more about your belief. I want to talk more about your heart. I want to talk about more about the insight. See what yeast does is yeast makes its way through everything. It can be a little amount, but it makes its way through all the bread. It it um it, it does something to the bread. Uh, every piece of the bread can be affected by a little piece of yeast. And so what Jesus is using as a uh, illustration, he's saying there's some little things that can get in your heart that can affect your whole life. There's little things that can get in your heart that can pull you away from the things that I want you to pay attention to. And the disciples are worried about, we don't have bread. We don't have bread. We don't have bread. And he's saying, no, there's some things that are going on in your life. So so like um, when we're talking about pride, that's something that gets through your life. And it might not be something people see right away, but it's something that people feel. Because you don't want to be taught. And you want to find out on your own how to fix it. And you don't want to ask for help. And you don't think anybody knows anything more than you. See, pride is yeast. Pride works its way through your whole heart. Pride is something you, not a lot of people might see, but they, they can feel it. Dishonor is, is another thing like that, where you, where you constantly aren't encouraging somebody or you constantly are lifting people up. You're constantly trying to put people down, put people in their place instead of lifting people up, instead of bringing honor and respect to every person that you come in contact with. It might not be easily seen, but it's felt. And it goes through your heart, and it goes through your life, and it, and it gets into places. And so Jesus was so interesting to me that Jesus is taking this, uh, this time with his disciples talking about it really matters what's inside where, not, where might not a lot of people see stuff. Really, really matters. So, so I would ask... I think this is a good question to ask yourself. What is on the inside of me that not everybody sees? What, what, are, what are the thoughts that dance around in my heart and my head that I would be almost embarrassed to let out? And we all have them. I have them. You have them. So it's not like um, 
that, uh, you know, you get this kind of uh, badge where you always have the greatest inside thoughts all the time and you never have bad. That, that never happens. You always have these things that you're fighting. That's why Jesus said, watch out for them. He didn't say graduate from them. He said, watch out for them. Because there's, there's stuff you're always fighting. And there's inside stuff that you're, you're always trying to get. Selfishness, that's another one. Not, a lot of people might not see it, but they can feel it. Where it's always you or number one. You're always looking out for you. And, and you draw so many boundaries about, around your life because it's just about you. These are things that are inside our heart that affect you in such a, a huge way. But a lot of times we're always just worried about bread. Why didn't you bring the bread? Why didn't you bring the bread? Why did you? It, it, now, now, here's the thing that is crazy. Uh, what, what the scripture says is they be, after he said, but let me translate, after he said, you need to work on your interiors instead of your exteriors. That's what Jesus is saying. What did they say? You didn't bring the bread. 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 Most of the fights that we have in life are about exteriors. Most of the things that we focus on, even in church, a lot of times we can look at exterior things instead of internal things. And, and I, I promise you, if you get interiors right, the exterior will work out. If you really make sure, God, I want the interior of my life to look a lot better than the exterior of my life. I want to make sure that I'm not getting this stuff wrong. I want to make sure that I'm getting it right. So as a leader, what you do is you care about the people that you're serving and you're leading. Way You care about who they are as a person, not what they do. You care way more about what who they are than what they do. It does not matter to God. Let me, I, want you to, I want you to hear this. It does not matter to God if we have 30 people that are at every entrance and exit of our church dressed, dressed perfectly, having the right signage, having a perfect smile, saying hello to everybody perfectly, and, and, and loving every person, just like making them feel like a million bucks if inside they go back to a broken marriage and they go back to a, a, an addiction that no one knows about and they go back to, uh, to all of this like dark stuff that no one really would see on the outside, but they just feel it a little bit. To, to God, he would say, listen, you're letting the yeast get away too much in everybody's heart. Now, I'm not saying those things that I just talked about don't matter? Absolutely they matter. They, they, they matter because there's people that are coming into our church that we want to make sure that we're excellent with what we do as a church. But there's a priority here that Jesus is saying the interiors matter first and the exteriors will follow that. And so as leaders, we got to make sure that we're focused on interiors. That we're real because the exteriors, will you will build a better house of God. Over and over and over again. 
if you can focus. So uh, the illustration here is um, houses that were built 100 years ago are still here because of what they did on the foundation and the materials they use. I don't know if it's going to be said for the houses that are being thrown up in a month and a half that we build now if they're going to stay for 100 years. So, so it, it matters the stuff you use on the interior and, the st and, and how you build. It, th those things matter. So it, so it matters about people's attitudes. I don't care if you're on time if your attitude stinks. It, it, it matters on your teams. It, it, it matters if we have the culture of honor. It matters if we have the culture uh, right. It, it matters with, with some of these interior things. Because here, here's the, the ending lesson here, the ending thing that I want all of us to see is the disciples are arguing about, arguing about bread, and they're like, who brought it and who did it? And who, Do you know what they just left? They just left a miracle where Jesus had over seven basketfuls of bread left over from feeding 4,000 people. Why in the world are you worried about bread? You're riding in the boat with the bread of life. Why are you? But you can get so wrapped up in exteriors that you forget that if I all I have to do is keep worrying about my interiors, Jesus will take care of the exteriors. Jesus will bring the bread every single time. It doesn't matter that you forgot the bread. Jesus will bring the bread. That means that's why we say stuff in our church all the time. God's presence over everything. It doesn't matter how good the church looks if God's presence is not in this room. It does not matter how great we have. It does not matter how great a vision statement we have. It doesn't matter how many great people we have. It doesn't matter our leadership structure. It doesn't matter how great I preach. It doesn't matter how good our music is. If God's presence isn't here, it doesn't matter. God's presence over everything. That's why you being in this space, in this room, and praying and opening up our heart to God, that's why this matters more than anything. That's why this meeting is the most important meeting that we could have this week. That's why when we come together and we ask God to fill this place with his presence, that's why this is the most important thing that we can do because God's presence over everything. God will bring the bread. We've got to make sure that our hearts are right. We've got to make sure that our spirits are right. We've got to make sure that we're serving in the right capacity, that we're spending time with God, that we're opening up our Bibles, that we're just not going on autopilot and that we're not just saying, I've been saved for a long time. I don't need to read my Bible as much anymore. I don't need to be as desperate as I was when I first came to God. I'm telling you, we don't graduate from grace and we don't back away from God. And what he did to save us is the same still desperation that I need him this morning. The same thing that he did when he raised me and pulled me out of some of the darkest things in my life, that same grace I need this morning, the same grace I need today and, and tomorrow and the the next day and we've got to lead like that and we've got to consistently lead from the inside out not the outside in because we do that God will bring the bread and so many petty arguments that we have in church 
we don't even care about. I mean, how many divisive things happen in church because everybody's arguing about bread? Thank you, Nora. That, that, that's, we, we've got to make sure that our insides, the internal, God, don't let, don't let the yeast ruin what you're trying to do in me. I, I don't have, okay, I'm going to say this one quick and then we'll beat him. In regards to the yeast, when Jesus talks about this, notice who he uses. The Pharisees and Herod. The yeast of the Pharisees and Herod. The Pharisees, what they represented was man-made religion, rules and regulations of how we can climb a ladder to get to God. And they also represented a, uh, a top tier of if you do all of this, maybe God will love you. And if you don't, then he won't. So this religious spirit, this thing that was all focused on the outside and not on the inside. He said, watch out for that. And then he said something, and Herod. Herod represented the Roman uh, occupation that was happening to the Jewish community at this time. So, so what Herod represented was power. He said, watch out for you trying to grab onto too much power. Watch out for you wanting to be served instead of to serve. Watch out for you trying to lord it over everyone. So basically, he said, watch out, for trying, watch out for trying to be a professional Christian who doesn't need God anymore, and watch out for being somebody who's power-hungry and only wants to domineer people. Because that stuff will ruin your heart. So Jesus, we're praying that, that God, our hearts would be pure. God, that we'd lead from the right space and the right heart. Father, we're desperate for your presence. God, not one thing that we could do could ever bring us closer to you by our own strength. But God, everything you have done has allowed us to come as close as we want to to you. And so, Jesus, we're praying that your presence fills, God, every single thing that we do on Sundays and every single thing that we do throughout the week. And, and that, God, when we walk in your presence, and, 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 and so many times, Father, we, we're so sorry for, for, for the times that we've let internals, uh, God, just get in the way of what you want to do. And, God, help us, God, to focus on things we can't see but things we do feel. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hey church, we hope this message has pushed you forward in your leadership and your relationship with God. We can't wait to see you this Sunday or in a connect group. Have an amazing week. We'll see you then.